Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening. Michael Jackson singing his way into the episode today because, you know, I was a big Michael Jackson fan. Josh, you were a Michael Jackson fan. Of course, of yeah. course. And Michael Jackson died seven years ago yesterday. And I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Everybody remembers where they was when Michael Jackson died. Josh, where were you when Michael Jackson died? I was at home, and I remember going to work that day, and I remember talking about it, and I mean, Michael Jackson was a huge influential artist to many, and he played a big role in, in, in my teenage years. Yeah, he was, a big, he was a big icon. He had a lot of good songs. What was your favorite song? Oh, my favorite song? Um, maybe Dirty Diana. Dirty Diana? Really? Yeah. Everybody had a favorite Michael Jackson song. Mm-hmm. I liked a lot of songs that he did. It's hard to really pick, but if I had to pick... A favorite Michael Jackson song. It would probably have to be uh, Scream. He did it with his sister, Janet. But that was my favorite song that he did. I loved it. I like Jam. He did that with Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. which was a big... Remember you showed me that a couple weeks ago, and uh, that was uh, that was very special. It reminded me a lot of Space Jam. I mean, you, know? you had Michael Jordan, and you had Michael you guys Jackson. You had the MJs. You had the MJs. You had the Michaels. What about that? Both of them being named Michael. Yes. Speaking of the NBA... The NBA Finals, Josh, was just a couple weeks ago. And we both got our predictions wrong. Didn't we both believe in the Cavs there? I, I, I mean, the Warriors. I believe in the Warriors. If you go back and you listen to it, and, and I said if I could flip a coin it, and it would be whoever, and then you said no pick, and then I said the Cavs. Oh, okay. So I did I pick forgot. the Cavs. So again, just like last year, ladies and gentlemen, Adam Banks from Off the Cuff picked the correct team to win, to win the NBA championship. Didn't you pick the Thunder in the very beginning? Okay, but you were saying once the finals came. Yeah, once the finals came. Yeah, I picked the Thunder to win. Billy Donovan disappointed me. So did Russie. So did Kevin Durant. But I guess they're going to be they're going to be back next year. Before we speak on the Thunder trade, let's let's talk a little more about that championship. I want to talk about that Thunder trade too, though. But uh, that Thunder trade, incredible, incredible championship. Um, you know, LeBron James is third. It basically came down to three points. If 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 you followed the series close enough, folks, coming up to six games, the score was tied six hundred and something to six hundred and something. So at the end of the game or the end of the series. The total points scored was like 703 to like 699 or something ridiculous. That was it. Three points decided this. So that is how close to the series this was. LeBron came back from 3-1 and has really um, said I'm the best player right now. Does this solidify him being the best player? Easily right now. Easily. Not only did he do that, he led all statistical categories from both teams in rebounds, blocks, uh, assists, Points. He he led all those categories. He was first and on both teams. And then one more thing I want to mention, and then I'll throw I'll quit mentioning all the stats. One last stat: No one has won Game Seven in the NBA Finals on the road since the 1978 Boston Celtics. That's wow. how difficult this is to do, folks. To win Game Seven on the road in the Finals, that crowd plays a huge. That might as well be your sixth man. Well, I tell you what, LeBron James has solidified his place as being the best player in the world. He is the best player in the NBA, of course, no doubt. And right now, he could go down as being one of the greatest of all time. Well, what, is he the greatest of all time? Not yet, of course. But what would you... you put him in your top five now? I put him in my top five. He's definitely in my top he, five. He goes on your Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Yeah, he goes on my Mount Rushmore. If I had <laughs> like to... That. I'm going to put... Can I tell you my Mount Rushmore? Please do. The, the, I, I there's, share mine next. There's four on Mount Rushmore? Correct. Is there four? 
Or is it five? Or is it five? Why don't you look that up really quick so I don't look like an idiot here? I probably already sound like an idiot because I, I don't know how many people like are on Mount Rushmore. Okay, yeah. so of course, should he be first? Should it be ranked, or should it just be I should name the player no, 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 and tell no, you what? We're they not are. ranking. We okay. are going to just just the um, Mount Rushmore. Okay, Michael Jordan's up there. Okay. Okay. Uh, now it gets tough. LeBron James is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to put. There's only four on Mount Rushmore. Four. Okay, so. I'm going to have to put Larry Bird up there. And then uh, the fourth player, I'm going to have to put... So we got Jordan, Larry, Larry Bird, LeBron and LeBron James. And the fourth, uh, the um, one of the best of all time. That's, I mean, oh, so many choices. Choose from. You've, got, you've got Tim Duncan, you've got Hakeem Olajuwon, you've got Kobe Bryant, you've got um, Isaiah Thomas, you've got Oscar Robertson, Will Chamberlain. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who do you choose? I don't know. And do you pick LeBron over Kobe? I, it's it's one of those things. I don't know. Ma- sure I, I'm going to pick. I'm going to have right. to say Shaquille O'Neal oh. is going to have to go because he was the best big man. Dark of all horse, time. dark horse. He got to include a big man. All right, that's, you do. And that's the rule. You do. Now, include now yours. Okay, four. so I have to include a big man. So go ahead, four. I'm going to change my big man to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. So Michael Jordan, of course. Okay. I, I shouldn't have went ahead of. And I should have never named anyone before Michael okay. Jordan, probably. <laughs> um. <sighs> I guess LeBron James is on there after what he just did. Right, and then your fourth one. Let, let, just for that, folks, not because of what he's done in the past, it's because just for that series right there, that he literally came back from 3-1 and all those other random things I mentioned. Um, and then your fourth. And my fourth, would, I guess it's going to have to be you know, my, my favorite ball player. I'm going to have to go with him. I'm going to have to throw him on my Mount Rushmore. Kobe Bryant is okay. going to have to be my fourth player. But Kobe is almost... I mean, between him and LeBron, they're the toss-up on who's last on that list. Almost, yep. I put Kareem okay. and Michael. So the uh, NBA. So yeah. So congratulations to uh, the Cleveland okay, Cavaliers. Did yeah. you see the parade? Did you see pictures? No. You know how many people attended? No, I don't. I don't care because Just I don't care because 1. I don't. I don't. Million. I don't like. I don't like the Cleveland Cavaliers. So of course I didn't watch. So one point four million. Congratulations to the Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron James. Congratulations on on you. You did you did fine. I think you know you did excellent. At proving your point, you keep declaring. The haters are getting quieter. Yes. You're, you are shut. You are putting a sock in the mouth of your haters. So the NBA draft. Happened this past Thursday. It happened this past Thursday. I love the NBA draft. It's my favorite draft. It's better than the NFL draft, no doubt. <laughs> NFL draft's too long to watch. It's, it's, and it's boring. The draft, I like the whole setup of the draft. I like how they only do the first round on television. You know, they could have a better looking commissioner. Adam Silver's just, he's terrible. I mean, like, he looks sick. Does he not look sick? He looks, he looks a little sick. thin. He looks a little thin. He just <laughs> looks older. Yeah, he looks older. Way, way older than what he is. You know, David Stern, he had that, you know, swag, swag about it. I remember it. there was one clip of David Stern, maybe my most favorite clip of David Stern, is he's in the the green room, I think, with LeBron James, and, and LeBron hands him his sports coat. And, yeah. this, and LeBron's about to get drafted, and David Stern puts on his sports coat. And you can only imagine how ridiculous David Stern looks with LeBron James' sports coat on. It's, it's all white. And it doesn't fit him. Yeah. So he had a little bit more uh, comical sense about him. He just, yeah, he had a better sense of humor. I mean, Adam Silver, he has conducted himself pretty well so far of, as a um, as a as the uh, commissioner. Uh, yes, but he's still, you know, almost in his what second year or something. Like he, he you know, he, he's got to find his ground and get comfortable. He, David Stern was in that position for years, and he was so comfortable, and it just showed. And the thing, David Stern got lucky. Michael Jordan got drafted right when. Very true. Right when he took over. Don't forget that. And he became and, and he and he became the uh 
you know, he helped them build the NBA. So, uh, but so ben, NBA, ben Simmons went first. Ben Simmons went first. What do you think about that pick? Was that what you would have chose first? No, I think he has terrible work ethic. I mean, he's he's a slacker. He quit school. He didn't even have the decency to finish out his year at UC, at um, at uh, LSU. Who do you pick first? Who do I pick first? I pick Jamal Murray. I think he's going to be a pick who is going to really flourish in the NBA. The NBA is a shooting game. It's an offensive league, and Jamal Murray is an offensive player, and he's it's good. It's not a bad pick. You know, I pick. Uh, I think I pick somebody else first too. You know, I almost gamble and take somebody like Buddy or um, someone like Jamal Murray. To be honest, they show more offensive flavor to their game. You know. These folks, Brandon Ingram and Ben Simmons, I don't know if they can make it in the NBA. Well, so we'll see. We'll see. Who who do you think got the best pick? Who do you think got the best steal, I guess you could say? I'll tell you who I think. I think the person who got the best steal in the draft was the Phoenix Suns. They got Tyler Eulis second round. A Kentucky fan spoken from the heart. Yeah, because I don't know. If the Phoenix Suns, they're up to something. They have a lot of guards. They they have way too many guards on their team, and they picked up Tyler Eulis. He's another guard, but he's the most authentic guard they have. I think that the Spurs should have picked him up. They needed somebody to back up Tony Parker. He's getting old, and Tyler Eulis would have been perfect for that. But Tyler Eulis, whoever got him, got the steal. So, okay. And the worst pick was also from the Phoenix Suns when they picked Scalabi Sierra as a draft pick. Yeah, but he also, you know, he, he got he, traded. He got traded to the, yeah, Kings. the Kings. But who took the best pick? I don't know if I can answer that. To be honest, I would either say, um, would you say Ben Simmons? No, because that it doesn't fit the role, and we've already discussed that. We don't think he was the first overall. So who, pick Jamal pick. Murray, you think then, or Maybe. Buddy Hield? Jamal Murray, Buddy Hield, or, or you know, we've got to see how Brandon Ingram works out. I'm trying to be hopeful for the Lakers. What I keep telling people is, there's only one Kevin Durant. Okay, he's the exact same. Thing I've never seen another Kevin Durant. I've never seen a player that thin, that successful. I sure hope he can be. Well, it will be interesting well, to see. Before we finish up with the draft talk, let's talk about that Thunder trade. Did you do you know the trade yet? I, no, I, I want I, another trade okay, because so I'm break I, the I trade was to you over the air. I was traveling. This is great. I was traveling. We'll, I was we'll get to that in a moment. We've got stories to talk yeah, about. Go ahead. Um, so they traded Serge Ibaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to keep Enos Cantor and Stephen Adams as their new big men. Okay, which I like. I love. They're getting Victor Oladipo from the Magic. If you remember him, he is the 360 king from the dunk contest. He played for Indiana, and he averages probably 15 points a game for Orlando as a shooting guard, and that is what they are missing, folks. Now you've got a dynamic backcourt in Russell Westbrook and Victor Oladipo. It's because Billy Donovan is running the show. I like the trade. I think it's a fantastic trade. He has a say-so. I don't know what the Magic are doing, though. They've got too many bigs now. Just like the Suns have too many guards. <laughs> I don't know what truth. I don't know what it is, but you know that's basketball is officially over. You're thinking if you're KD, do you do you go somewhere now? Yeah, I think you resign. No, I think you resign. I think yes. you got to resign. You got Russ. I mean, you just got an well, awesome you trade. Play better. You just got an awesome trade. You got Russell Westbrook. You got Coach Donovan. You got to stay. You you almost made it to the championship game. You almost you should beat have. The Thunder. You should have yeah. made it to the championship. And you know what? If you played like you did against the Warriors, you would have beat the Cavs. Yeah, you would have beat the Cavs. But basketball is over. It is. That's very sad. You know what else is sad? What's that? Basketball legend Pat Summit, coach yes. of the University mm-hmm. of Tennessee women's basketball, without a shadow of a doubt, and nobody would ever argue with this. This point is she is the greatest female basketball coach of all time, and she is on her deathbed today. 
Uh, they have already announced the news stories of her dying. They told her family to say their goodbyes. I don't know. Do you think they've called hospice in or, or what's going on? She suffers from the disease Alzheimer's, and that is a disease that just eats at your brain. It really eats at your memory. And I think it's one of the saddest diseases that you could ever get because you actually Agreed. forget your loved ones. And, uh, and, Can't and, recognize people. And Pat Summit, who had a life like she did with her family and her kids and and her career, she doesn't remember that. That's very tragic. What a great life she lived and she can't even remember it. She was a legend. She was a legend and she left behind a legacy. I don't know how many championships she's had. If you could look that up, all you have to do is how many Let's rings? Ask the producer, I'm, yeah, that's his job. Ask, ask the producer. Uh, producer, find us how many rings Pat Summit won. I say rings. I say, well, yeah, she won rings, but how many championships she's won? Mm-hmm. But she, do you think Pat Summit could have coached in the men's league? Oh, yeah, the league of the men. Do you think she could yes. go against the men? She could coach maybe the college, or you know, maybe even try her out in the NBA. Why not? I think she could. Why not? I think she that could. Someone that successful, you know. But I, I think she has the. I think she has the X's and O's to coach. But I don't know if she would actually be successful if she was the only female coaching in in the NBA because it would be hard to recruit. It would. It would be hard to for a woman to show up at your door when you got charisma, charismatic people like Donovan and the, the producer just told me how many championships she's won, yeah. folks. And for those of you who don't know, she's won eight NCAA championships. That's just incredible. She's won eight, and that's not to mention how many times Josh she went to the championship and the Final Four. Not only that, she's won it, the championships in, in, in three different decades. She's won them in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. She's won the SEC championships 16 times. Yeah. Does it have her age? She, Listen on that screen. Um, Does it have her age of how old she is? She's young. She's not old at all. She's 64. That's young. 64. She's about to die. To die, yeah. That's almost almost average. The average lifespan of a woman is only 70. Or no, you're, 65. no, you're wrong. I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. Because, uh, we'll, uh, get we'll, our, get we'll get the producer to look it up. We'll get the producer to look it up. Because that is... Producer, please prove Josh wrong. Because if you live to 80... That's about the average lifespan, but it's very sad news in the basketball in the basketball world. Very average sad lifespan of a human is seventy one years old, um, seventy three years and six months for females, and um, it looks like that the average is uh, seventy three for males as well. No, seventy for males. Yes. Okay, so Josh, I had a huge weekend. I had to go out of town and present a lecture. Uh, I, I left Friday night at seven thirty p.m. But I was sick, you know. I was home. I was. I had a. Yeah, I had a migraine, and my head was hurting. I had to call into work on Thursday. I had to call into work on Friday because I, I was I was feeling bad. But I still had to do this lecture on Friday night, and the lecture just so happened to be at the beach in South Carolina. So it was it was awesome. It was at a you were community just, college. You were just helping speak for a friend, right? Correct. Isn't that, isn't that right? He called you and what was it about again? He, he, he about? called me up. He wanted me to give a speech. It's for his class. He, he yeah. wanted me to give a speech. Really, no, it wasn't to his class. It was just to his faculty. Oh, it was okay. like a faculty development. He, he is a uh, campus director out there. And he cool. wanted me to go out there and give a lecture for, yeah. for his faculty. And it was on persuasive speech. So I went out there and did that. It was a great time, Josh. I flew. Flying today is so much better than it How was 20 years ago. It was, it was only 58 minutes. It's up and it's down. <laughs> it's crazy. And I love it. But, you know, sometimes when you are landing into Myrtle Beach or you're taking off from Myrtle Beach, because that's where it was, you, 
sometimes have to fly over the ocean. Yes. You have to whether it's taken off. You have to maybe turn around, but you're over the ocean. Have you ever had to take a trip where you've flown a long yes. time over the ocean? Where, where was to that Hawaii. at? Hawaii. Okay. That's a long. That's a long time. That's a. You know, if you looked at a map, it looks flat. And it looks like it's just like right there, connected to the United States, but it's not. It's if you look at a globe, you can see it's hours. I went to Ecuador, even South longer, America, even, even longer. longer, a long time away. So it makes me think. You know, when you're flying over the ocean or you're flying over land. It's always in the back of my mind that what would happen if I if the plane went down and crashed because I was almost in a plane crash, and it made me wonder: would it be better to crash on land or would it be better to crash on water? Yes. Yes, what? Um, I would think it'd be better to crash on land. Why? Just because of the the fact that somehow the plane could sink, of course, while you're trying to escape or while the crash happens. You know, there's no guarantee that you're just going to float. When you hit that water going so fast, parts of the plane's going to fly off, you know, and and, dam- and be damaged. Good point, but I'm going to have to disagree. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to say that the if I was flying, I would rather the plane crash in the ocean because it gives us a better – if it crashes on land, you're dead. You're, you're going to die. The plane's going to crash to the ground. You're going it, to. It's going to blow up. If you crash in the ocean, you could skip the plane like a rock, or you could land the plane by sliding on the ocean and then letting the drafts out and letting the flotation devices out, and we could all float around until help comes. So we actually discussed this earlier before the show, and we even went as far as looking up online and what Banks described is kind of what we found, but also there was just there was much. There's much no. agreeing with landing on land and much just disagreeing that you should land in the water. You know, that it became a 50-50 pretty much. We really couldn't find um, a good enough answer. But there there was funny answers like, yeah, skipping like a rock and that makes sense. That so makes who, sense. Knows? who knows what it would be. I, I, I would hate to crash either way. I would hate to crash oh, either well, of way. Course, that yes. would be the, one, one of the most, most scariest things to ever live. That's from. one of my biggest fears. If you fly a lot, like one of my biggest fears is a plane crash. What would be your uh, Mount Rushmore fears? <laughs> my, my Mount Rushmore fears. That's a good question. My four worst ways to die. Yes. Number, I'm, I'm with, without even ranking, I, definitely I'm going to have to throw up there with number one, no doubt, would be to burn. I think burning would be the absolute worst How long does that take? way to die. <laughs> yeah, it don't matter. It don't matter. So burning is up there. Um, plane crash would be um, a commercial plane crash for sure. And that would be number two uh, or just up there. Also, another terrible way to die would be, um, I don't know, uh, like brutally murdered would be a terrible way to die. Maybe tortured. That can, that's, up, that's, up, that's definitely up there. And uh, drowning. I would hate to drown. I would hate to suffocate. Okay. You? you? Um. What a morbid question, Josh. <laughs> it just kind of came to me, you know. Um, definitely a tornado. Getting caught in one. Are you serious? That, that's I don't the know most why. random, <laughs> most random ways. Okay. I still have nightmares to this day. All right, Dorothy. In a tornado, almost. But just think, you might get to meet the wizard <laughs> and the scarecrow and what the a, lion and come back to life. Yes, and tap yeah. my shoes. There you anyway, go. Um, my second thing would probably be, or well, not ranking them in order, but a, a you know, up flight. there, yeah, yeah, landing and crashing in an airplane. Okay. Um, another one I just thought of while you were talking, you know, because I had a little more time to think while you were naming yours. Um, dying like someone does in the Holocaust era, 
in gas chambers and being tortured and okay, so the same thing as very, me. Brutally yes. murdered almost, but, yes. but I'm talking gas chambers where you're just sitting there and you know just slow, yeah, slowly kill you. You're sitting there slowly and okay. and all of a sudden, yeah, everybody just dying off around you. Yeah, and you don't know when your time's coming. Okay. Um, fourth, um, I guess probably burning. Yeah. yeah. So we had the same exact Mount Rushmore of fears of. Of death, did we? Except the tornadoes. Except the tornado. I had a uh, drowning up there. Yes, and I didn't mention that one, but that's definitely high up on my list. Oh, could you imagine being out in the ocean with nothing around you drowning? It's a terrible. It would be a terrible Shark feeling. Attack. That's another one. We'll get our producer in there, Josh. Uh, will you like type him a little message on your little iPad to him to play us something because he looks like he's not paying any attention back there. Yeah, the you know how he is. Play. Get him to play some Michael Jackson. We're going to end on Michael again, you think? Yeah, we got to end on Michael. It's been seven years since the King of Pop passed away. So we'll well, end with you, some Michael you Jackson. You remember what his um, number one album was? I think that's what we should probably play. It was Thriller. But we don't need to play Thriller. We need to play my favorite song, Scream. That was with him and his sister, Janet. But Josh, I want to thank you for doing the show. Of course, always a pleasure, Adam. Thanks for having me. It's no problem at all. And we'll see you, ladies and gentlemen, on the next episode. I'm Adam Banks. We'll see you later. We'll see you, ladies and gentlemen, in the next episode. I'm Adam Banks. We'll see you later.